You're listening to the Wrestling Takeover. What is your name? With your host, Jordan Turner, who's always going to keep it real. Come on, King. Inside and outside the ring. Let me make myself clear. He's got the band behind him, King. It's time to take over, King. Are you ready? He's all fired up now, King. Take over. Let's go. Yo, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to a brand new episode of The Wrestling Takeover. This is Friday, June 3rd, 2022. Welcome back to a casual conversation, man. I got one of my favorite guests, man. I've been wanting to get him on the podcast for a while now. I got my boy, John, man. How you doing? Doing all right, man. Not too bad. Man. Get into it. Let's do it. So, you guys know the whole spiel, man. Follow me on social media at JT Takeover on Twitter, on Instagram, at The Wrestling Takeover. Make sure you guys go check out all of my articles. I recently published a brand new article yesterday talking about my 10 best Seth Rollins matches. Check it out on DiscussPW.com. Also, subscribe and follow to The Wrestling Takeover on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. Let's get right into it, man. So, we're going to talk about the Sasha Banks situation. I know you guys, everyone that's going to be listening to this podcast today or whenever you get a chance to, you're probably tired of me talking about the Sasha Banks thing, but I have a new guest. I haven't heard his thoughts on the Naomi and Sasha Banks situation. And so I want to get his thoughts on it, man. So what do you think about this whole Sasha Banks and Naomi deal? Honestly, man, there's like a mixed bag of opinions from like, both sides of like the wrestling community like a part of them is like happy that they like walked out and like oh like they think they you know have earned the right to walk out and you know have earned the right to like make the demands that they made and then another part of the community is like hey you know you're turning your back on the locker room you know you're turning your back on the business like more of the like traditional wrestling more like the traditional wrestling community more of the traditional wrestling fans Right, are like they're not too happy about it. They feel like they're turning their back on the locker room. They're turning their back on the business, especially when you have like, especially when you have like. I'm not necessarily. I'm not necessarily saying like AEW is WWE's competition, but especially when you have like the rise of like other companies. You know, that's when like rumors start to start. Like, oh, are they like going to AEW? Or are they going to Impact? Or are they going to you know ROH? Like, you know, right. You know, that kind of gets people's, like, minds going. But I think in reality, like, they just want respect as, like, you know, the women's tag team champions. You know, they want, like, what I read is, like, you know, they want they wanted to actually, like, lose the match that they were being booked in, you know, so they could build up a better feud and they could, they could like, have a better outcome. Exactly. Instead of just, like, running through the entire, instead of just running through the entire women's division, which isn't beneficial and conducive for anybody, so... I don't know, man. That's my take on it. I think, you know, there's like two sides of the spectrum within the wrestling community. And, you know, yeah. there's like a mixed bag of opinions on it. Yeah, you know how the wrestling community is, man. It's like they pick that one side and they say, fuck the other side. You know, they don't yeah, look, like sure. you said, on the on the two spectrums. But my thing is like, you know, Sasha Banks and Naomi, man, they're off of social media. Uh, WWE deleted their Facebook pages. Uh, the reports are coming out that they're not getting paid at all. And, you know, Sasha Banks, yeah. is, Sasha Banks on social media, man, she don't give a fuck. Naomi, the same thing, man. They don't care. 
because I don't think either of them need the I don't think either of them need the money, honestly. <laughs> nah, they they <laughs> really they really don't. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, so let's talk with Sasha first and then we'll get to Naomi's side. Ladies and gentlemen, you're talking uh, these are two big Sasha Banks fans here, so we're not gonna be biased just because she's Sasha Banks and we're big fans of her, but you know, <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Like these are just we're just I'll two big Sasha Banks fans. Yeah, no, right? Exactly. But like here here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. Like, I think you're in agreement with me, man. Like, Sasha doesn't need WWE. No, bro. She's like she's like got that crossover appeal, kinda like Roman Reigns does. Like Yeah. She can easily get in she can get into the Hollywood thing. She can get into like T V hosting. She can get in, she can even do podcasting. Like she she's just got like that. She's got a big following. Like, so I feel like whatever she does, like, wrestling fans are going to follow her, whether it's television, podcasting, acting, you know, whatever it may be, dude. Like, yeah. But she doesn't need WWE to, like, continue her career and be successful. Yeah, no, that's that's the thing I'm trying to push people to understand. Like, you know, people are calling her fake, phony. Uh, she a bitch. She's all about herself. She's not for Naomi. And like they're pushing this narrative, and I know you've been seeing it on social media. You know, the WWE and majority of the fans are pushing this narrative that oh, Sasha Banks isn't all that big. She was never a big superstar, and you know they're just trying to push their own agenda. She's the biggest. I think she's the biggest wrestling star, women's wrestling star that they had since um, I want to say maybe Trish Stratus. Yes, I mean she obviously she's not. Obviously, she's not the best wrestler. I think Charlotte Flair is the best women's wrestler like ever. But yeah, um, as far as like in the, as far as between the ropes, but as far as like star power and just like man, she's she's the biggest star that they've had in, in a long time. So like, I don't know where people are getting the idea that she's not a big star and you know she's not all that and stuff like that. Yeah, no, nah, it's crazy. Like, it's pretty funny how you said that. Uh, Cause see, listen, guys. He's a Sasha Banks fan, but when it comes to the squared circle, he's a big Charlotte Flair fan. And he and I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you did say that Charlotte is a better pro wrestler than Sasha Banks. Yeah, for sure. Okay, there you go. Yeah, see, I think I think the opposite. I actually think Sasha's a better wrestler than Charlotte, but it's just by a hair. Like, it's not like oh Sasha is way better than Charlotte in that category, or vice versa. You know what I mean? Like, they're really on the same pedestal. Yeah. They're really on the same pedestal, but yeah. it, it's weird, bro. It's like WWE doesn't consider Sasha Banks like that. I don't understand why. It's always been confusing to me. Like I consider Charlotte I think, on the same level. I think it's because of her. Well, one, you have the Ric Flair factor, and just like the, right. the legacy factor that Charlotte brings to the table, and then. I don't know. You would think like Vince McMahon wouldn't have this like the same ideologies as he does with men wrestlers versus women wrestlers, but I think it's a size thing too. Like Charlotte's a bigger wrestler. Yeah. Um, Sasha's a bit smaller. She's a bit injury prone. She's like she's been known to get injured a couple times. Right. Um, That's a good point. And, yeah, man. So I think like when it comes to like stuff like that, she's just like kind of. I wouldn't say she's lost in the shuffle, but she kind of takes like second fiddle to Charlotte in some situations where, you like, know, she may not be viewed as like the biggest wrestler, women's wrestler in the company. Yeah. Well, would you consider, I don't want to say this about Sasha, but I love her, but 
Would you consider Sasha kind of fragile when it comes to like maybe getting too injured a lot? But she hasn't been getting injured as of late. But you're looking at the whole spectrum about it. I wouldn't say she's fragile, but like early on in her career, like when you look at her wrestling style, man, she was pretty yeah. reckless. Like, yeah, like some of the bumps she was taking, it's like, man, like she's a, she's like a really small girl. Like I don't know how she's taking those bumps. Right. But um, I wouldn't say she's fragile. I, I like over the like over now, like in the later stages of her career, like she's changed her style a bit. Yeah. To like more like keep her safe in the ring, but I wouldn't say she's fragile. She's just had like. She just had to like kind of recognize that the style that she was doing early on in her career wasn't gonna be beneficial for her long term. Yeah, it, it won't last. It definitely won't last. And uh, with, with Naomi, man, Naomi is uh, it, it's crazy because Arya Cameron, uh, one of Naomi's best friends. I don't know if you heard that she was on a podcast. And she pretty much said that Sasha Banks manipulated Naomi into walking out and she got a lot of shit from a lot of people because, you know, I'll speak for myself. Why, why would Sasha Banks put words in Naomi's mouth and try to manipulate Naomi? Naomi's a grown ass woman. Naomi can make her own decisions. Maybe Naomi has her own reasons as to why she walked out. I don't think, I don't think it was manipulation. I just think from like the, view of like maybe like casual fans and like smart fans. Yeah. It looks like Sasha has less to lose than Naomi. Like of course Sasha is the bigger star. Right. So she doesn't like she definitely doesn't need WWE money. But Naomi hasn't like built that like crossover appeal. Um, she's she's kind of just known for wrestling. She's kind of just known as a WWE star. Yeah. So when it looks like, you know, it kind of looks from the outside looking in, it kind of makes it seem like, hey, like Sasha talked you into walking out. She's going to be fine if she walks out, but what are you going to do when you walk out? That's, you know that, what I'm saying? That is a good point, so man. Like, so, like, I think that's where kind of, I think that's where, like, Cameron was, like, alluding to. Yeah. Like, Sasha kind of, like, manipulated her. But I, I don't think it was manipulation at all. I think they kind of came to an agreement that they deserved more as tag champions, and they decided to walk out together. Like you said, she's a grown woman. I doubt that Sasha put words in her mouth and, like, forced her into the locker room and made her walk out with her. Yeah, that, that, well, when I heard that, I'm like, I can't, I can't picture that. I can't picture Sasha Banks saying to Naomi, hey, yo, check it. I'm going to walk out. I need you to walk out with me. Let's go. You know, like, that's... That's weird to me, but like you, like you said, and I do agree with you, you know, Naomi, number one, she's a grown-ass woman. She can make whatever decisions that she wants, but I don't think Cameron meant it like that, but here's the thing. She didn't really go in depth into the reason why she said she feels like Sasha Banks is manipulating her. That's all she said, and so it makes it seem like, you know, like, so you think Sasha manipulated her. She put words in Naomi's mouth, and it's like, that's not like that. So I wish Cameron kind of explained a little bit more, you know, into why she said that. Into why she feels that way. Because like you said, from the outside yeah, looking in, it, it kind of feels like you're, you're pretty much saying Sasha Banks put words in Naomi's mouth. Sasha Banks threatened Naomi. And, you know, if you don't walk out with me, woo, 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 this can happen or whatever, you know? Yeah. She left things kind of vague and, um, 
Yeah, and that's when, like, things start to, like, that's when fans start to wander and make assumptions and, like, rumors start. So, yeah, yeah it would have been better if she, like, explained that more in the detail. Yeah, so I, I want to ask you a question. What do you think is going to happen next? Do you, do you think WWE is going to release them? Man, honestly, no. <laughs> I don't think so. I, I don't think... <laughs> I don't think so either. I mean, I've seen far, I've seen far, I've seen far worse. Yeah, that have like warranted releases that people should have like things people should have actually been released for. Right. I don't think they'll be released. They'll be, probably be like suspended or something, but I don't think they'll be released. All right, let me ask you another. <laughs> let me ask you another question. Um, so we know that Sasha the and them. Thing are, is, my, go ahead. My thing is, you know how WWE likes to put people in a doghouse. So if they come back, right, and they get put in the doghouse, I'm wondering if they'll be with like, I'm wondering if they'll even like take that shit, like, right, like being put in the doghouse and they get put in the doghouse. Yeah, like, like you know how Sasha is, like, fuck that, I'm not going in the doghouse. Like, yeah, I'll just go, like, I'll just go, like, do a TV show or do a movie or something like that, dude. Right. I'm wondering how the, the reaction will be when they come back. Dog, you know the crazy thing is. Their contracts is going to be expiring within the next couple months. Wow. So, yeah, they, it's been reported for a couple weeks that Sasha Banks and Naomi's contract, uh, they didn't give a specific date in month, but they said a couple months. So I'm thinking, what, maybe after summer? Like, I think that's something to look about, too. And And, and another thing is, I don't think you heard this, but... There's reports saying that, you know, Sasha Banks and Naomi are going to bring their authorities into it. Like, really? they're lawyers and shit, yeah. So, so they're going to, like, try to sue WWE, basically. Yeah, they want to get the fuck out of their contract, yeah. Oh, wow. No, so they're not suing, they're just, okay, they're trying to get out of their contract. Okay, wow. How do you think they that's going to, that might be... Oh, man, you know, a lot of people have been saying, you know, like Ultimate Warrior and Bret Hart and Bruno San Martino had fucked up relationship with Vince McMahon, but they eventually returned. Same with, uh, you know, CM Punk and so even though CM Punk didn't return, but I'm a thumb in there. You know, this can turn ugly. Yeah, it can get ugly. This, this is exactly what it reminds me of. That shit, man. It does remind me of like some ultimate warrior shit and like yeah man this could this could be pretty bad this could be bad bro like also too and the crazy thing is i'm i'm having you get updated with everything man like they actually stopped sasha banks and naomi they stopped communication with wwe like they're not communicating with them at all yeah plus Um, plus the lawsuit stuff that's rumored to be coming up oh boy Oh boy, <laughs> that I hope. Si- listen, man, listen. At the end of the day, I'm mainly talking to Sasha Banks here. Okay, I'm mainly talking to Sasha Banks. Naomi, I think at the end of the day, she can return. I do see her returning, but again, you never know. You know what I mean? But Sasha Banks, I hope she knows what she's doing because uh, this can turn bugly or ugly real quick. <laughs> And uh, yeah. I don't know, man, but um, I wanted I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. 
on the Sasha Banks stuff, man. What we guys, we won't talk about it anymore. We're, we'll wait for more updates and stuff regarding the situation. It's kind of been a little quiet as of late between those uh, yeah, news reports sure. with Sasha and Naomi. You want to talk about Hell in a Cell, man, or lack thereof? Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, bro. <laughs> Listen, guys. Um, I'll speak for me, and then I'm gonna let him speak his piece. And then we'll get to the predictions and stuff. So for me personally, Hell in a Cell is this Sunday. Uh, we will be watching, We, you know, whatever. But it feels like it feels like a D-level pay-per-view. Like, I, I'll give WWE this, though. I will give them one positive. They have one Hell in a Cell, John. They only have one Hell in a Cell match, which is great. And that's, and that's hilarious, bro. Like, it shouldn't even be. Don't call the pay per view Hell in a Cell if it's going to be just one match. Yeah. And bro, at least they got it right this time. At least they got it. Usually, in the, in previous Hell in a Cell pay per views, right, bro. Like, so in my opinion, Hell in a Cell is a match where like the rivalry is like so intense. Like, yes, bro. The rivalry has built up. And, like, it just comes to a boiling point, and you just have to do a Hell in a Cell match. Speak that facts, man. But in the past, in the past, they've, like, oh, like, well, of course, there has to be, the title match has to be a Hell in a Cell match, even though the rivalry isn't there. Right. Um, okay, and there has to be a, there has to be a women's Hell. At least with Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins, okay, there's a good rivalry there. Yeah. I can see the Hell in a Cell match. What do you- so, boom, just one Hell in a Cell match, and then, like, I'm, I don't know. Man. I'm looking at the card, man. Like, dog, this card looks like shit. And then it's like an all raw pay- and then it seems like an all raw pay per view. Yeah, there's no SmackDown matches on here. <laughs> then, the, then there's no, I, and bro, I think Drew and um, I think Drew and Roman Reigns would be perfect to have the show, but I feel like they're saving that for the UK show. Oh yeah, definitely. That's definitely gonna happen. For sure, definitely gonna yeah, happen, so, man. So they can't pull the they can't pull the trigger on that yet. So. I don't know, man. They just kind of book themselves into a corner with this. Like, basically, for the rest of the summer, like, what are they going to do for SummerSlam? <laughs> I don't know. Like, we'll, we'll talk about that shit, man. We'll do some fantasy bookings. We'll have fun with it. But right now, looking at the show, it's pretty much a raw pay-per-view. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Unless they... I, I could see them yeah. adding some SmackDown matches tonight because SmackDown's tonight. So, we'll see. And Raw is just an underwhelming show for me. What'd you say? I said Raw is just an underwhelming show for me. Yeah, but at least they have some decent stuff better than SmackDown. SmackDown is dog shit, man. Like, yeah, SmackDown is like WWE. What are you doing, man? (laughs) Fuck, killing me. (laughs) Just have me and John book the show, please. (laughs) Please, bro. Just let us take over everything that's happening right now. Let us be in charge. Let us be head of creative and everything, bro. We'll fix this place up in no time. All right, man. We'll have those ratings skyrocket. But, you know, it is what it is, what it is man. I'm only excited for Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins. I'm, I'm looking at the card. And, um, I mean, we got we'll, – we'll start with uh, Bianca Belair, Asuka, and Becky Lynch. Um, they're going to battle in a triple threat match. For the Raw Women's Title, um, I'll speak my piece and then I'll let you go. Um, you know, 
if I'm Bianca Belair, I'm kind of scared. Uh, let me explain. So Bianca Belair is going to retain this title. Um, we are obviously leading towards Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. Maybe at Money in the Bank. That's the next pay-per-view. Or SummerSlam. I would save it for SummerSlam. Uh, Bianca Belair and uh, Becky Lynch. Asuka, man. Asuka's the fall woman here. Why is she in this match? Oh, wait. She's going to be the one to take the pinfall. She's definitely the fall woman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, bro, I'm honestly burnt out on Asuka. Like, um, I, just don't think she's, I, don't, I just don't think she's working out with like WWE. No, um, man. She's had, like, some, she's had like some good runs of like an unbeatable, like unstoppable force, but like, yeah. After after like after that, man, like what 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 do you have really? Dude, can, w- would you agree, I mean, dude, that after the WrestleMania 34 match with Charlotte when she lost, that that her mystique was gone? Yeah, that should have yeah. I mean, they pretty much ended it for her. Bro. <laughs> what is up yeah. with WWE, man? I don't get these people. I don't know, man, but um, I'm going with Bianca. I think Bianca's going to retain. And then what I think is going to happen next is we're going to build towards Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch for either Money in the Bank or SummerSlam. I would actually save it for SummerSlam. And hear me out. Hear me out. Yeah. So I would save Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch for SummerSlam. And you know what I would do? I would do the same thing that Becky Lynch did to Bianca, but this time Becky Lynch does it to Becky Lynch. I'm having Bianca Belair squash Becky Lynch. What, at Money in the Bank? No, at SummerSlam. Oh, wow. Give, give Bianca Belair somebody else at Money in the Bank. Probably I could see it being Rhea Ripley, but I wouldn't do that. I'd actually have Rhea Ripley be the one to beat uh, Bianca Belair when the time is right. Maybe give Liv Morgan Bianca Belair at Money in the Bank or something. Just a, you know, a, a little feud for Bianca to roll over. And then we get Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch at SummerSlam. And Bianca Belair actually gets revenge and squashes Becky at SummerSlam. Because Becky did the same thing to Bianca. So, just kind of makes sense from a storyline standpoint. I think SummerSlam is when they change the title, dude. I, I, I think, think so, too, it, bro. So if you think about it, there aren't going to be any main title changes. No, there's not. It's all gonna it's all gonna happen at probably SummerSlam. You think so? Like in terms of like big title changes, you think all that happens at SummerSlam yeah. or Money in the Bank? I think it happens at SummerSlam. Reigns definitely isn't losing. I don't think Rousey is losing. Yeah. Um Yeah, bro. Like so somebody like there has to be a title change at SummerSlam. But not Bianca again, bro. That happened last year. To the same person. Yeah, I know. Bro. Or do you think Rousey loses? Or do you think Rousey loses? Somebody has to lose a belt. It ain't going to be right. Fuck. Yeah. Dude. Damn. What I think... <sighs> this is what I would do. I'm going to end this shit right now. Okay, we need to get a unification match. We get Bianca Belair, Ronda Rousey, unified the titles. Bianca Belair beats Ronda Rousey. And then that's it. But that's probably not going to happen. What I think I is, think there should be a unification match simply because the women's division isn't as good as it used to be. Bro, we we sit here we would be sitting here for two hours talking about the women's division. It isn't it isn't good enough to have two belts. So. Yeah. 
But but you you brought up a good point. What I think they're going to do is they're going to replace Bianca Belair in that spot, and they're going to put Becky Lynch in that spot. Ronda Rousey is going to hold the SmackDown Women's title until WrestleMania. Becky Lynch is going to win the Raw Women's title, and then that's where we're going to get that unification match at WrestleMania 39. Uh, Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch, night one main event of WrestleMania. And then night two's main event is The Rock and Roman Reigns. I see that happening. Okay. I, could, I, I can see that happening. Please. I could definitely see Bianca Belair getting screwed over again. It's just like, bro, I don't know, man. It's tricky because Bianca Belair recently talked about it in an interview about how she's gotten so many opportunities so quick. And I don't know how she's dealing with that. But why are you going to give it back to Becky? You're just going to give it back to the same person. And yeah, I'm tired of them hopping through the belt back to Becky. Yeah, bro, like just anybody at this point, like even if somebody else is in Becky's spot, like you're just hopping the title. Let Bianca Belair have the belt. Let her have it for majority of the year. Have her lose it at the Royal Rumble to somebody. And then just move on with that. But it feels like they're going to screw her over again. They're going to give it right back to Becky, either at Money in the Bank or SummerSlam. Because they're setting their sights on Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey. We all know that's going to happen. Yeah. And so what? Do you think that happens at WrestleMania? Yes, I do. I think that does happen at WrestleMania. And I think that's going to happen. And um, night one's main event. Because remember, uh, WrestleMania 39 has two nights. And so. You think they're going to stick with that format, that two-night format from here on out? I think they should. Yeah. I think they really should because, let's be real, we're not trying to watch eight hours of WrestleMania. Like, no, that's too long. That's way, that's way too long. WrestleMania night one and night two was what, like three, four hours flat? Like, that's, to me, that's perfect, you know? And so, yeah, I think that's for, yeah, I think that's a good format. I think Bianca Belair is going to get fucked over, and I, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. But Bianca, but, but for hell, but for hell in the cell, yeah, you think she wins? Oscar takes the team. Yeah. I'll, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> just release Oscar, dog. Just let her go. Let her go to AW. Let her go to Stardom. Just get rid of Oscar. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. No, 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 no. I wouldn't do that. If I was in charge, I wouldn't do that. But it's just like, dude, she's the fall girl. Yeah. Like, and it's it's clear that we are getting Bianca Belair and Becky again. And so they don't want to rush it because remember, it had happened at WrestleMania. And so they don't want to rush it again. So they're going to put Asuka, you know, add it to this match to be the fall girl. And then at either Money in the Bank or SummerSlam. Uh, we get Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch. Whatever happens there, I don't know. But it's not looking good for Asuka right now. So we agree that Bianca Belair is going to get the pin. Uh, next match here, we're going to talk about Bobby Lashley versus Omos and MVP. I'm going to keep this short and sweet. I don't care. Uh, I think Omos is just... Uh, he He sounds like a great person, man. I've listened to him in interviews, man. He's a great dude, but... This big monster thing, I just, I don't know, man. I don't like it. 
Bobby Lashley needs to do something more significant. I'm going with Lashley here, though. I agree, man. What happened? Yeah, I'm going with Lashley, but I agree, man. Like, Lashley was the, the world champion, you know, yeah. this time last year. I know. It's crazy I mean, how I things guess, turn I around like that. that. Yeah, no, I no, guess, no, definitely. You know, I get bringing other stars up, so that's what they're trying to. That's what I, I feel like. That's what they're trying to do with uh, putting Omos with Lashley. They're trying to use Lashley to bring him up, but man, it just. So, I don't know, man. It's not working. Yeah, I, I'm not really feeling this feed. Like, come on, man. We have 2020 eye vision, man. We could see. We could see what's going on. We read the news, man. It, it's. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, after this, what's next for Omos? Like, even if he wins, like, what's next for him? If oh, okay, let's let's say Omos did does get the win here. Um, man, I, I don't know. Maybe he goes after the United States title. I mean, but that's just like I know. Bro, man. He's, he's a fucking monster. Bro. I know. Like, we gonna put him in the we gonna give him a make car belt? Like, yeah. I mean, if they if they really want to. If they really want to cap, put him up against Reigns. Put him up against Reigns and Money in the Bank. Yeah, he's losing though too. Just imagine if he beats Roman, Bruh. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> it ain't gonna happen. Hey man, remember? <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey yo, remember when we said that with Bill Goldberg and and Bray Wyatt? Look what happened. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Hey, fuck Bill Goldberg. Okay, fuck him. Oh man, we actually got some news on Bray Wyatt, man. We'll talk about that later. But uh, I don't know what you do with Omos. Were you gonna put him against Roman at Money in the Bank? But there's already rumors that Roman might face Matt Riddle at Money in the Bank, Randy Orton at SummerSlam, and then Drew McIntyre at that uh, UK show. Man, that's a. I I know. Go ahead, man. Okay, go my, go ahead. My thing is, my thing is, he's gonna smash Riddle. Who cares? He's gonna smash Riddle. Right. I mean, Riddle's a good wrestler. I he love wrestler. Matt Riddle, he man. Good match. Yeah. He might, it, it might be a good match. It might not be a squash, but I mean, come on, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and then Randy Orton. He's already beat Randy Orton. I know. I know, but that was years ago, though. He hasn't faced Orton since. A couple years, man. I think it was like when he was in the shield, but I mean, still, bro. Like, yeah. I don't know. I just don't like seeing the same matches over and over again. Um, I just don't think they have anybody in the world title picture that's like. You got fucking Cody. Title picture, got Cody there. Yeah. What's I mean, your What's we, your thoughts on Cody, man? Get, I like him, bro. I, I like him. Okay. I like how. Okay, so my thing was, like, I knew he was coming back, but I like how when he came back, they kind of built him as a, they presented him as a main eventer and not a mid-carder. Yes. Which is what he was when he left. Right. Because everybody thought, everybody thought, oh, he's going to come back, but he's just going to go back to the mid-card. No, bro, he's a main eventer. Yeah, that can't happen. Nah. Like, I can legitimately see him as a world champion. Right. But can I see him being Roman Reigns? Oof. I don't know, man. Hey, man. I, like, they kind of like, they kind of, they kind of like. They got money there, though. Reigns thing, bro. Yeah. I, I love Roman Reigns' like run, but man, they kind of, 
They've dropped the ball. They're trying to book himself into a corner, dude. Like, nobody can beat him. Yeah, this guy's Thanos, man. Yeah. It's like they booked him to the point where it's like, okay, The Rock has to come back and beat it. Right. <laughs> and then when The Rock is like, so he's going to win either. So right? You put him against John Cena, know. man. He beat Cena, Brian Danielson, Edge. Who else did he beat? Brock Lesnar. Everybody. Everybody. Hey, yeah. Bro. Hey, hey, Rock, you got to come back, bro. I know he's going to lose to Drew, though. He's going to lose one. No, of no, no. Yeah, he needs to. Um, okay. He's got to lose to him. Listen, I'm sorry, man. I think Roman's reign right now has been kind of dull. Uh, they just don't really have a lot of creative for him. But it's really good, though. I don't think that- it's so much him. I just. I don't think it's so much him. I just don't, I think he'd be everybody. Yeah, like you said, they don't really have much for him. Like, but that's the thing, though, John. Like, dude, if you know that you're booking Roman as Thanos, because that's what he is. I mean, he's beating everybody. Okay, he's Thanos right now. Okay, well, you need to build up a new superhero that is gonna ultimately be the guy to dethrone Thanos, and you don't have that guy. Actually, yeah, you, you actually you, you do have people. You yeah, I'm sorry. You do have people. It's just WWE being WWE. It's supposed to be Drew McIntyre, but he's already beat Drew McIntyre. Bro, and, and Drew McIntyre doesn't work. I'm sorry. I'd rather well, yeah, I'd rather have I'd rather have Cody Rhodes. Or Seth Rollins. Yeah. We we gonna get to Seth Rollins, man. We gonna <laughs> We gonna get him. We gonna get to him, man. And when we talk about the main you know, event, that's yeah, that's our guy, man. Hey, listen, guys, we're Sasha Banks fans and we're Seth Rollins fans. I'm sorry, y'all got to get over that shit. All right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, dog. Like Bobby Lashley is gonna get the win, and then next up we got Ezekiel versus Kevin Owens. <sighs> please have this end, please. So we just move on with this shit. With Kevin Owens and Ezekiel, man, it's fucking Elias, okay? I wish fucking WWE would release Kevin Owens. I don't know, man. Kevin Owens, listen, I don't want to put words in a man's you mouth. Know I'm not a, I, don't I know. Like Kevin Owens, I, I, yeah, people, my boy is not a big Kevin Owens fan, okay? <laughs> We've been talking about that for years, man. He's not a big Kevin Owens fan, but hey, listen, he gives him respect. He gives him credit where credit is due, but, you know. Yeah. Kevin Owens, man, I think he made a mistake resigning so far right now. Because what has he been doing with Sami Zayn? Now he's with Ezekiel. This feud is boring now. He's a novelty act now, bro. Like, he's doing the KO, but what he was doing the KO show, like, man, they're just. I don't know. I feel like these guys kind of get like. They kind of get comfortable with like the WWE lifestyle and the WWE money, so like they'll like they don't really care. I mean, once you like, I mean, so he's been the world champion before. Yeah, he's won. The, he he's won like pretty much every belt that they have there. Right. Um. So I mean, like, I mean, once they sign that contract, like on the latter end of their career, they're just like, okay, like I'll do whatever, like just to get on TV, like it doesn't really matter because they got that money now. Yeah. Exactly. So. But I don't know, man. I'm not really feeling. I'm not really feeling the dumbass he's. Everybody yeah. knows he's doing the dumbass. <laughs> oh my god, dog! It's Elias. That's fucking Elias. Okay, that's not his cousin or his brother. Okay. But that's just like WWE, like bro, like bro. Like, typical like writing. Really <laughs> bro. 
WWE, y'all gotta do better, man. Fuck. WWE's on autopilot mode right now creatively. They're on autopilot, but it feels like they're always on autopilot. <laughs> they don't give a fuck, man. They really they don't. don't. Care, they don't care. Because you know why they don't care? Because we're going to watch anyways, and that is true. But, yeah. hey, at least we speak up and we speak our mind with shit. So I'd rather do that than fucking say yes, 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 yes to everything I'm watching. This is, gosh, this sounds awful. Uh, the wrestling's going to, FYI, the wrestling is going to be great. I know. We're all aware of that. The wrestling's going to re- yeah, uh, be gonna great. Be, it's going to be a surprisingly good match. Yeah. Just like this whole card, it's in terms of wrestling, pure wrestling, it's going to be good. It's just, it's just that no one gives a shit besides one match. Again, we'll talk about that later because we got a lot to say about that one. Um, so next up, we got Austin Theory, a.k.a. Little Baby John Cena uh, versus Mustafa Ali for the United States title. I don't know what you think about Austin Theory. I love Austin Theory. Um, I consider him really a prodigy type of you need a lot of pillars in WWE, just like how AEW has pillars. I think Austin Theory is definitely one of those pillars that you built the company around. And, you know, I think I consider very good heights with Austin Theory, man. What do you think about Austin Theory? I like Austin Theory, bro. Like, okay, I good. feel like a lot of fans hate him because he's like being like, they know he's like an Encino role, bro. He's like being Listen, pushed as a young star. But like, he has to. You have no that's people. How you, that's how you get. That's that's how you get your favorite. That's how you like get your favorite stars like of all time, bro. You exactly. Have to, like, start pushing them like at a young age. Like Cena was given that. I mean, Cena wasn't his youngest theory, but he's get, he was getting that push when he was when he got his first start, bro. Like, yeah. Stars have to come from somewhere. People are always complain that WWE doesn't build new stars, and here right. they are trying to build a new star. And like, exactly. I, know, I, I like. Um, I love me too, I like bro. I, I love Austin Theory, man. He's what is he? Twenty three years old. Like yeah, he's like twenty three, twenty four. Blue chip prospect, man. Good in the ring, good on the microphone. He has a great look to him, and you know you got somebody like Mustafa Ali, man. Listen, I think Mustafa Ali is very underrated. Uh, he can be one of the next pillars as well. That can be you know built up again. People, they got to start building up new superstars. That's the bottom line. WWE has been struggling with that for decades. When are uh, people always have this opinion? When are they going to fucking start building up new people? Well, they're fucking building up people with Matt Riddle and Austin Theory, but you same people that are complaining about, oh, they're not building up new people. They're building up two new people, and you're fucking complaining. Yeah, and then they like the fans shit on it, and then WWE is like, oh, well, the fans don't like it, so now we got to abort. This is why WWE probably hates us, bro. But I feel like, bro, like they have to do what they did with Roman Reigns. Like, no matter we shit on, they have shit to. on Roman Reigns so bad, like hard. Like, yeah. people shit on Roman Reigns so bad, but they stuck with it, bro. They just kept pushing it. Now look at him, and eventually, and eventually, look how it worked out. Yeah. So Vince McMahon's probably saying, "Fuck you." <laughs> I'm right. You guys are assholes. Yeah. And listen, man, I love Vince McMahon. All right, we love Vince McMahon, but. You got to get off the creative chair, though. I'll tell you that. Or I don't know, yeah. man. Something's got to give, bro. Something's got to. <laughs> something's got to give, man. What I think they should do, honestly, is Vince McMahon, Nick Khan, and all those other people. They run the business. You give the reins to Triple H and Stephanie McMahon, and you let them go. 
Let them run the creative. Yeah. I feel bad for Triple H. Shout out to Triple H, man. I feel bad for that guy. It's just crazy. Yeah, they took away Did him dirty, John. What a shame, man. Yeah. But continuing on, we like Theory. I'm going to go with Austin Theory here versus Mustafa Ali. Um, I really I want to get your thoughts on this, man, because I would do... Now, again, I'm thinking long-term here. I'm already thinking of WrestleMania plans. How about this idea that you would have Austin Theory as the United States champion versus John Cena at WrestleMania 39, and it's in Hollywood? Oh, yeah. Mm, yeah, but, yeah. Hey, man. Give me, my, yeah. give me my crown, bro. Give me my fucking pin, please, bro. That's money. That's, that's perfect, bro. But people are saying that it might actually happen at SummerSlam. Would you do it that early? Yeah. I think that's a little too early, man. Ugh. I think that's a little too early as well, but you know how WWE are. They're impatient, though. They're impatient, yeah. They really are. <sighs> Listen, man, if we get the match, I'm not going to complain because it's going to be great. It's going to be one of the highlights of SummerSlam. But <laughs> come on, man. They're in Hollywood. Cena's in Hollywood. You got The Rock and yeah. Roman Reigns. You know, you potentially got Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey at Austin Theory versus John Cena to that card. Come on, man. That sounds good to me, but it is what it is, man. All right, so we got one more match, John, before we get to the main event. Uh, we got Finn Balor, AJ Styles, and Liv Morgan versus Judgment Day's Edge, Damian Priest, and Rhea Ripley. What do you there's think? No reason why, there's no reason why Judgment Day should destroy. No. <laughs> Judgment Day should run through them. Yeah, they really man. want to get this faction over. Judgment Day needs to run through them. Bro. So what, dog? You talking? You talking about squashing? What you talking about? I'm not talking about squashing, but I'm talking about like a, like a, like a, just like a big finish, like a, a finish, like oh shit, like they're for real. So you know how like you remember the triple threat match between Reigns, Edge, and Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania 37, 37, right? Wait, who was in there? 30, yeah. That was 37. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That match was crazy. The, fin the finish to that match was right. Oh, my God. The chair chose both of them. And then Saxon, like, it needs to be something like that. Like, yeah. It needs to be like, we beat your ass. Right. We'll beat anyone's ass. We're here to stay. Like, it needs to be something like that. Damn, bro, but you love AJ. You love AJ Styles, man. I don't want you to be doing that to the phenomenal one like that, man. Come on, bro. Can't I be. love AJ Styles, but but I feel like he's I feel like he's in that position now. Him and Finn Balor. Yeah. I feel like they're in that position now to where they're like they'll do whatever to get younger talent over. Right. Which is Rhea Ripley and uh, which is Rhea Ripley and Damian Priest. Right. So they're in that position now to where they'll get. They'll get. They want to get the younger talent over. They're not like trying to win championships. They're not trying to, you know, maintain like their legacy or anything like that. Because then AJ they're Styles, trying to, they're they, trying to do what's best for the business. Yeah, no, 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 definitely, I agree. But didn't you, or didn't AJ Styles say that uh, he wants to retire in WWE? 
Didn't he say something like yeah, that? Yeah. I remember. Yeah. So, you know, he's he's good as gold, man. But, you know, Judgment Day, but what what's the reason for this group coming together? Like, I feel like the group is together because, oh, Damien Priest doesn't have any direction. So Edge wants to be the leader and guide him to a world title. Same with Rhea Ripley. I think we're going to see a heel turn heel. I think Finn Balor is going to join Edge. Are you serious? I swear to God. I'm, I'm, I know this is fantasy book and psycho shit right here, but I think Finn Balor is going to turn heel or somebody else is going to cost AJ Styles team the match. And I think that person might be Alexa Bliss. I I know, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I sound psychotic as shit. But I think what we're going to get is Judgment Day winning. They cannot beat Finn Balor and AJ Styles and Liv Morgan cling like that. They can't do that. So they need to win via a technicality. We're going to get a return either Alexa Bliss joining the group or Finn Balor turning heel, putting on with Judgment Day. And then that's how that's going to lead to AJ Styles versus Finn Balor at maybe Money in the Bank or SummerSlam. That's what I think is going to happen. We need a big splash here at Hell in a Cell, y'all. And you know this because this pay-per-view is dog shit outside of the, the main event that we will be talking about. They need something. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I probably sound psychotic right now, though. <laughs> no, I, no, I feel you. I, I feel you like... Like, picture it like, okay, Judgment Day's here. They need to add some swords to you. They need to add some swords to you. Yeah, because when you look at this pay-per-view face value outside of the main event, what's the other reason to really watch this show? Otherwise, it's just a filler pay-per-view to get us some money in the bank. Right. But you know Money in the Bank's going to go all out, though. Oh, yeah. Money in the Bank's going to be crazy, bro. Money in the Bank's going <laughs> to be... Money in the Bank is going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy, man. And, and speaking of money in the bank, man, we're going to talk about the main event. And, and also, there's some other things that I want to talk to you about. Uh, I'm kind of all over the place, guys. But, you know, this is just a casual conversation. We're talking anything WWE right now. And I want to catch up with my boy and talk about pro wrestling, man, and WWE. So stay pat. Make sure, again, you guys go follow and subscribe to The Wrestling Takeover on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. Leave a comment, man, if you want to leave a comment on all those podcast platforms. And leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcast and Spotify. So, we're going to get to the main event, man. Listen. Yeah. Woo! You want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? Go ahead, bro. All right, brother. This has been the best feud in a very long time. Best feud in a very long time. This is a Hell in a Cell match. This is a blood feud, like my guest stated. The one thing I want to come out of this match is, if we don't get any blood, I need Hell in a Cell to go, I need Hell in a Cell to go away forever. Don't ever come back. Cody Rhodes is a bleeder, bro. You know we get blood. <laughs> I know. I know, right? Oh, man. We need it, though. We need it. I need them to go outside the cage. Listen, I'm not trying to have anybody die or anything, but you need to give us some. Top of the cage, top of action. 
a door breaking. I don't know. You need to give us something, man. You you got it. You got to give us something. Uh, I've been enjoying this feud. This rivalry has been really awesome. Uh, it's the same vibe with Edge and their rivalry with Seth Rollins. I'm getting the same thing here with Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins, man. You know, we're big fans of Seth Rollins. I honestly believe in my heart of hearts that when it comes to pure in-ring ability, Seth Rollins or Seth, yeah, Seth Rollins is on the level of AJ Styles and Shawn Michaels. Yeah, I'm definitely. I'm dead ass. Not joking. I'm not a fanboy. I'm just looking at it from a in-ring perspective. Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes put on an absolute banger at WrestleMania. They put on another banger at WrestleMania Backlash. And we are going to be in for another clinic between these two men. Now, I think Cody Rhodes is going to win, though. Because that would have been that wouldn't make that would not make sense. Yeah, that means three in a row for Seth Rollins. Wow. Hey, listen, man, you got to build up Cody Rhodes, though, right? Yeah. Seth Rollins is already. I think that's part of. I think that's part of Rollins being really generous. Um, they could have split the feud. Yeah. Like Rollins could have got the one. I mean, uh, Rhodes got to get the one at WrestleMania. Then, um, man, what did they wrestle last time? At WrestleMania Backlash. Okay, WrestleMania Backlash. So Rollins could have won that one. Yeah. And then Rose gets this one, but he's going to give them all three, which is pretty cool. I mean, like you said, like, we're now seeing, like, some guys, like, some of the guys that we've come to know as, like, winners. Yeah. Like, they're kind of, like, passing the torch to, like, guys that are coming back or, like, younger stars and, like, take an opportunity to build them up. Which right. Is pretty cool. Yeah, man. But man, like you said, this is gonna be this is gonna be Yeah, this might this might have like match of the year potential, bro. Yes, bro. Shout out to AEW though. Shout out to AEW. You know AEW putting on bangers. All right. They're putting on some great matches. Yeah. All right. I've been watching. All right. But this is Seth Rollins we're talking about, man, okay? Seth Rollins yeah. is one of the greatest of this generation. I don't understand, John, why he doesn't get his flowers. Have you always found that fascinating? Uh, I feel like he's in that Sasha Banks role. But he's why though? They're era. that he's they're that era. good though. Man, but when you're in an era with like Roman Reigns and yeah, it, it's just hard. Bro. It's just hard. Like Roman, like Charlotte Flair has that lineage of Ric Flair. Roman Reigns has that lineage of like The Rock and like the. Samoan Dynasty. Yeah. Uh, like, you, like, it's hard to compete with that, bro. Yeah. But I, I feel like Seth Rollins has really been coming into his own as a character, you know, because to me, he was kind of struggling in, in the first portion when he came to WWE with the authority stuff. You know, he was kind of struggling from a character's perspective. And then we had the Messiah. He almost I, got fired, bro. And he almost got fired, yeah. Yeah. And he almost got fired. I remember that. That would have been an awful yeah. mistake. You know, his character work is great. He's now playing like a Joker character. I love it. And then he played the drip, the drip god. That was great. 
But the one character to me, outside of the authority and the um, the, the one that's also underrated is the uh, the burn it down baby face Seth Rollins. You remember that, right? Yeah. When Seth Rollins was putting on bangers. But I, I feel like the one underrated character for Seth Rollins is the Messiah. With him wearing the one glove. Yeah, I feel like people... Like, yeah, I, I like that character. Like, bro, it just what They didn't give him a lot of wills to, to ride on that, you know, character. But Cody Rhodes, listen, he's going to win this match. And then next up is... Uh, I, I don't know what's next. Roman? Yeah, like... Cody Rose, I mean, that's what all Rose seem to be leading to. No pun intended, but I know, right? No pun, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, man, it looks like he's got to win. But he's got to win money in the bank, way. right? Yeah, he's got to win money. In the, I don't. But man, do you think they'll put him in money in the bank? I think he's gonna straight to them. <sighs> you think he's gonna pass money in the bank? I don't know, man. You think he's that good? That he's just going to pass like money, in money, money in the bank? I feel like they want to give money in the bank to a young guy. Okay, we'll give it to Austin Theory then. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And, oh, man. If they give it to Austin Theory, <laughs> man, <laughs> the internet will fucking blow up, bro. Well, who else are you going <laughs> to give it to? Let's talk about money in the bank, man. Let's talk about money in the bank. Who are you going to give the men's money in the bank to? Let's think about this for a second. And I want everybody else that is going to be listening to this episode, think about it as well. Realistically, besides Austin Theory and besides Cody Rhodes, who else can they give the money in the bank match to for the men? The, the only two people I'm thinking uh, of is those two. I was going to say Madcap Moss, but he got hurt. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad for him, man. He's another future star, too. He got hurt it. He got hurt at WrestleMania. I, I, yeah, I thought he was going to be really good. I, I think he because I didn't like his I didn't like his character now, but like once they rebranded him to something else, like I felt like he was going to really do something. Yeah, no, nah, he's going to do he's going to do real well, and that's the thing with WWE, John. It's like WWE has these pieces. They have yeah. people. That's the thing I want everybody to understand. They have people that they can build on. Even look at NXT 2.0. Do you watch NXT 2.0? Yeah. Dude, do you know how many many stars that they have over there? Man, they got some really good tag teams down there. They got some good tag teams. And and the the men, oh, Lord. They got people. Listen, all we're saying is, guys, they have people. Okay? The future is very bright for WWE. All right? So what I think WWE is doing is they're going to keep relying on the same people while also building up the new people that they want to build up. And Austin Theory, I'm sorry. You know, you might not be a fan of Austin Theory. Whoever's listening to this, whatever. It's fine. Don't be surprised if Austin Theory wins money in the bank. What if he beats yeah, Roman? I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, who else are they going to give it to? I, think, I don't think he's going to beat Roman. I think the bill will be off for Roman by the time he catches his thing. You think so? Yeah. Okay. I can see that. I can see that happening. And then Roman takes a break and stuff, but yeah. I don't. You I don't. Know, you know that break is coming, bro. Hollywood is calling that dude's name. Bro. Oh yeah, that guy's gone, bro. That guy's gone. WWE needs. That's what I'm saying. They need to get ready. <laughs> no, bro. 
gone. Wait, what'd you say? I said he said he's not gone. Like I saw a live show where like he uh, kind of like addressed his fans, like he's not going anywhere. But I don't believe that, man. Oh bullshit! Yeah, I was gonna say, Joe, come on, man, Roman, don't bullshit me, bro. Come on, you about to leave, man? <laughs> yeah, you about to be part time Cena again, bro? But um. Yeah, I, I think Austin Theory or Cody Rhodes is going to win Money in the Bank. For the women, Rhea Ripley? Mm. Uh, I'm trying to think. Listen, if Sasha, listen, if Sasha Banks, know. if Sasha Banks was still here, that's my winner, and I, I'd, I'd move on. But what if she came back? What if she, what if she about to surprise and came back? Hey, listen, man, that. <laughs> I wouldn't be mad about it. Like my girl, our girl's back. That's cool. She wins money in the bank. And what if they? What if they do this though, John? Think about this for a second. What if they take this whole situation, this real life situation, they build it up as a storyline, and they kind of build a a female CM Punk pipe promo type of thing with Sasha Banks and Naomi. Yeah, I think that would be great. Now. Personally, for me, I honestly think Sasha Banks should leave. She's done everything she can in WWE. I think it's time to move on. Would you agree? Yeah, I don't think there's anything there. Like, yeah, she hasn't really... She's done everything. She's done everything. But um, like, let's, let's talk about NXT for a second. Let's talk about NXT 2.0. Is there anybody... Because you said that there's a lot of stars on there, and I do agree with you. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of future stars. Is there anyone in particular that you are like, I can't wait to see them go on the main roster, men or women? Carmelo Hayes. Okay, bro. You you need one of these, bro, because this that, that was great. <laughs> hey, listen, bro. I'm with you. I'm with you. That guy yeah. has superstar written. Oh, my God. WWE, if you fuck him up, bro, that's that's insane. But Carmelo Hayes, yes, Carmelo Hayes, definitely one of them. I also love Tony D'Angelo. I think Tony D'Angelo is very good. Um, I honestly think Braun Breaker needs a little bit more, man. I don't know what Braun Breaker. Am I the only one, or or you are actually a fan of him? I'm not feeling him either, bro. I just don't get it. I feel like it's forced, just- man. Yeah, I feel like it's forced because he's like uh, the Steiner yeah, like WWE family. Yeah, he's in the Steiner family. Yeah, I kind of feel like it's a little forced. Hey I man, mean, he's not bad. He's not bad, but no, he's not bad at all. I, I love Braun Breaker. Shout out to Braun Breaker, man. But it just feels, from a fan's perspective, it kind of feels a little forced. Yeah, just a little bit. Um, what do you think about the women? Honestly, bro, I haven't really been paying attention to a women's division like that. Okay, can we, uh, can we... Have you heard of a woman's name called Nakia Lyons? Yeah, I've heard of her. I've heard of her. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say, guys. We'll just move on. <laughs> I've heard of her. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I see potential in her, though. I, I Outside of the obvious, I see the potential in her, though. Like, I think she could be a really good, you know, superstar if she starts, you know, getting better on the microphone and, and her in-ring ability. I think, 
I think yeah, she, so you don't think she's just like she, you don't think she's just like a face value talent like oh, to like looks and stuff. Oh, dude, no question. Why do you think she's on TV, man? Yeah, I mean, that, I'm sorry. That like, I'm sorry, guys. I'm just being honest. That's all we're trying to do. We're just being honest. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no. Outside of that, I, I think she has potential. She really does. I yeah, think. I, 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 like you said, she might have to spend a few years down in NXT. Yeah, um, yeah. I hope they don't. Like I hope. Years. I hope they don't bring her up so quick. Yeah, because they've done that too, and like you, you can obviously tell when like someone's like struggling out there on the mic, and like their in ring isn't all the way there. Yeah, it's so. I would say maybe at least two or three years in the next year, like, and then move her up. Then you think about going up to the main roster. Yeah. Uh, you watch AEW? Um, I've watched like. I watch their pay per views. I watch Dynamite every now and then when I can catch it. But yeah, I mean, there's like, what's your thoughts on it, man? It's bro, like I feel like I feel like they have to do a lot. Yes, they do. They yeah, some of the matches like that I see guys in. I'm just like, man, why? Yeah, and one in particular, like, the Jeff Hardy like, shit. Yeah, every time I see every time I see Jeff Hardy in a match, he's like jumping off shit and like I cringe. Did like twenty years ago. Yeah, I like, Come on. Yeah, I'd be cringing, man. <laughs> like, but yeah, I like I like a few AEW guys. Um, I like the little few that uh, who is it, Ortiz and Jericho. Yeah, the Jericho Society like stuff. Yeah, I like the little feud they got going. Um, Please tell me you heard that that MJF promo. The, I was surprised they put the belt on too. I was, I, I thought that was dope. Right. <laughs> what was your reaction? I like holy shit. Yo, that was crazy. I was like, I was like, I wouldn't be surprised if they fired this dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yeah, bro. There's conflicted reports, bro, saying that it's a storyline. Some people say that that was an actual shoot. But here's the thing, though. Tony caught him out on Twitter. Yeah, Tony. Yeah, yeah. Chris Jericho called his ass out. I think this shit's part of a storyline. I don't know. Yeah. Because think about it like this: MJF would not say that. (laughs) His mic would be fucking canceled. Cut off. Yeah, cut that shit off quick. So. Like, cut this dude's mic, go to commercial break, get him the fuck out the <laughs> ring. Get him the fuck out the ring. <laughs> Yo, get this motherfucker out, bro. And that's what I'm saying. That's why I think it's a storyline because, I mean, I don't know how Tony Khan is. I know Vince, you know Vince McMahon, bro. He's been shit on for years on live TV. And Vince doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Because it sells, you know? I don't know if Tony Khan yeah. has that, I don't know if Tony Khan has that mindset, but he clearly does because... CM or not CM Punk, uh, MJF was, oh my god, that promo was <laughs> iconic as fuck. I don't think it was better than the pipe bomb. Now, I'm sorry, I don't think so. Nah, nothing would ever be better than that. Cause that was, whoo, that was crazy, man. But um, anything else you want to talk about, man? Kind of talked about a lot. Talked about a lot of stuff, man. 
Anything yeah, else? Man, I think this is a good play. I think this is like, I don't know. I think we should talk again after Hell in the Cell. Um, oh, definitely. And just kind of unpack. And just kind of unpack that and like. You want to review the show with me? Yeah, sure. I'm yeah, definitely down. Okay, for sure. Then okay. I bet sounds good. Then should be good. Hopefully, the yeah, show's man. not trash though. <laughs> yeah otherwise it's gonna be like uh what the fuck are you talking about i uh, like oh shit what the fuck i to talk about these moves and shit like come on bro there's nothing significant that happened on the show but i appreciate you finally coming yeah. on here man i know you've been busy and shit yeah bro. yeah man i was it's i was happy to be on here bro. like it's pretty dope i love like i love what like you're doing your podcast and like the following that you've built like over the years bro it's dope like as a friend, bro, I'm like happy to see that for you. So I appreciate yeah, bro. it, bro. I, 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 yeah, man, this yeah, was man. fun. I had a good time, man. Yeah, I had a, for sure. I had a good time. You got to be on here more, though. We gotta, we gotta have you on here a little bit more, man. When we have conversations like this, because yeah, man, definitely. I started trying to like work out some time where I can like kind of you know make some time and you know come join me and we can like review pay per views and like do predictions and stuff and just kind of unpack everything going on in the world of wrestling. So, yeah, man, let's, let's definitely do that, man. Um, you know, you want to promote your social media, man, before you go. Yeah, man. Um, underscore John XO on Instagram, underscore OVO John on Twitter. Um, mainly on Twitter is where you'll find like the wrestling tweets, sports, anything like that. Um, (laughs) Instagram is pretty much just my personal life, but on Twitter is where I like, unpack all the wrestling stuff so you can find me there underscore OVO job. Hey man. I appreciate you man. I love you dog. I appreciate you being on here dog. Yeah, love you too bro. Alright brother. I'll see you later man. I'll I'll um we'll probably talk later dog. Alright man catch you later. Alright man bye bye. Bye. Alright man that was my boy John. We had this is good man. I love these casual conversations you guys because it's just me just talking, you know, having great conversations about pro wrestling. And um, I wanted, I really want to interview wrestlers. That's really the goal of mine. But right now, I'm going to kind of take it slow. I'm going to try to interview, you know, people that watch the same thing I do, pro wrestling. And again, if you guys are interested in coming on to the podcast, I do phone call interviews. So I do not do Skype I don't do anything with a camera. It's all via the phone. So if you guys want to come on to the podcast, the best way to contact me, if you have a Twitter at JT Takeover, and most importantly on Instagram at The Wrestling Takeover. Shout out to the family over there, man. I love you guys so much. Thank you for continuing to follow me and my brand, The Wrestling Takeover. I'm a wrestling fan that is brutally honest. I'm one of the most creative people in the wrestling community no question about it um i do wrestling reviews we're gonna do hell in a cell this sunday and uh you know i do fantasy bookings as well like we did today and i cover all of the latest news and rumors going around in the world of pro wrestling and again i'm introducing casual conversations where we all just sit down shoot the shit and just talk about pro wrestling together as a family i appreciate john coming on to the show He did a great job. I did a great job. If you guys missed my previous casual conversations 
with Chris Mueller. Uh, he is on Bleach Report for pro wrestling section over there. Checked out, interview out again on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or iHeartRadio. Again, support me on DiscussPW.com where I write a lot of articles. Recently wrote the Seth Rollins article. It was great. I got great reviews on that. And just continue to support the podcast. I would really appreciate it. As long as I have one person continuously listen to my podcast, I'm doing something right. I always get feedback from a lot of people that are telling me to keep going. It's going to be slow, but keep going. You're going to make it eventually. And y'all know my goal. Y'all know my goal in life, man. With this career with pro wrestling, I want to be a creative writer for a wrestling promotion. WWE, AEW, Impact, it don't matter. I want to be a creative writer for a wrestling promotion. That is the goal. Thank you guys for joining me right here on the number one podcast when it comes to creativity and honesty. I'm your host, Jordan Turner, and I will see you guys on Sunday for the Hell in a Cell review and results. This was the Wrestling Takeover. Thank <laughs> you.